So here we are. We have our own <laughs> podcast. We made it. We're big time. <laughs> Very you know what? People. You know what's crazy? I feel big time because <laughs> I never thought that we would be anyone that anyone would ever want to listen to. I'm very proud of us to be in a position where we can literally, just with our presence and with the systems we built and the people we put together, change people's lives. <laughs> Remember, <laughs> like the first, our first clients or years, oh, yeah. and um, like. You whenever you start anything, you suck. Like oh, you're not yeah. good. Like no, yes. And then you learn that the level at which you're at is d- directly affects how far you can pull someone. You yeah. know, we've done a lot of education, had a lot of experience, and been aware while it's all happening. That's been the main thing: is like learning from ourselves and other people. With what you're doing for women with Warrior Mom Fitness and Superhuman Fathers now, it's like we have guys coming to us who are like, hey, I need to quit drinking. And we're like, we got you. Yeah. Like, I need, hey, I can't connect with my wife. We got you. Yeah. How do I be a good dad? Yeah. I got you. Hey, man, I'm fat. I can't stop eating. <laughs> got you. Yeah. I don't know how to lift weights. Got you. Just with life experience and with the right, right people around and the right group to support each other, like miracles are happening. We'll tell our story a little bit, but where we're at now, I run a company called Superhuman Fathers, which is taking over the world and um, doing amazing things and changing lives. And Whitney has uh, Warrior Mom Fitness. Warrior Mom uh, Fitness. It's it's been a really cool experience to empower, mostly women. Like it's just so many moms, so many women just are just surviving in motherhood. And that's always been my goal. Just like, you can feel like they're freaking owning it. They're thriving. They're not losing themselves and waiting 20 years when their kids are older to finally get back to themselves. So that's quick side, are. side question. So what is the number one way that you help women change? Number one, it's showing up every day. Like who, it's, who, who, who show up every day? I'm testing her. Your, yourself. Your, when you say yourself. Yeah. Them or you? Them. How do they know that they can do it? Well, I try to show them. There you go. <laughs> le- I do show them. I'm not going to say try. I'm leading, leading the witness. I'm leading the witness. I know. Sorry. Sorry. But I'm like, where are you going The reason with why this? I'm pushing this is because this is everything. Yeah. Like, this is leadership. This is why people join Warrior Mom Fitness why people join Superhuman Fathers is because we live what we teach. Yeah. And, and that is the key to it all because your presence, who you are, will show people what's possible by what you do and who you are. Like yeah. the, that's the most important thing right. right there. If you don't start with that as the base, then get out. Yeah. Like get out of this game. Yeah, I think that's true is because we – we're doing it. Like we're showing people that belief. So where are we? Like, yeah. Like we've been married 20 years. Right. I would consider this the best year of our marriage. Probably for sure. Probably for sure. I think like the last couple of years, I want to say like really since Marley came, yeah. I feel like life just kind of like cleared and the fog that was there lifted. And we really got into the priorities of of our lives and what we want to do. So a lot of marriages, most don't end up like us. True. Well, and we were married as tiny babies. Yeah. I was, I was a teenage bride. I was 21. <laughs> I was 19. Yeah. And uh, odds were against us for sure. 
Yep. I was kind of a shitty husband for a while. You were still a child. Really? I was a baby. I was a child. Yeah, yeah. You married a child. For sure. I wrote out chore lists for him. Yeah. We've been doing a lot. <laughs> I've been doing a lot of growing up the last 20 years. It's true. Um, and so here we are with that. Yes. Um, that puts us in a position to be able to help some people because yep. we're in a place where people want to be. Right. Also, um, I mean, we got our fitness dialed. Yeah. Dialed. Dialed. Like, we're still sure. always working on it. Like, we we honestly believe, like, people are like, what's, what's your end goal? What are you working towards? Yeah. Um, life. Yeah. Life. There's no end goal. Like, the end goal is to die and be proud of life, right? And to maximize this body that we have. And so, you know, whenever you think there's a goal, trying to get ready for a wedding or a, a vacation just so you can go back to your old shitty habits, it's like... You're, you're always going to struggle. Yeah. That's the difference between us and a lot of other people mm-hmm. is we've committed to life. Right. Like we're not going to miss our workouts. We're not going to just go off the rails and eat like shit and poison our bodies. We're just not. Right. We've committed. And with that commitment to life comes this power and this, God, it's like a relief. God, I don't have to fight this anymore. I can just be my best self, you know? Well, and you're not seeking for that outcome either, where a lot of times the, the motive we have is to get there. And then it's like every day we're dreading it because we're not there yet. So we're like, gosh, I'll be so happy when I get there. And so when you live in that mentality, like you're always going to be dissatisfied. You're never going to be proud. You're always going to be seeking. And so when you can wake up every day with these things that you're working towards, and that you know, if I show up this way every day, if I'm consistent, if I don't cheat on myself and disappoint myself, then I will become this person. And so really like our biggest thing is with the clients that we work with is having them own every single day. And that's what we've realized. Once you own every day and you shut down every excuse, we call it stacking wins. It's like you have this momentum and you don't seek now for desired outcome because every day is like the best day ever. Yeah. yeah. And like, we talk about that too. Like we go on a lot of trips with our family. Yeah. It's I love it. It's good, my favorite. It's thing. her favorite. And she, um, you <laughs> know, like another one just another forces, the, <laughs> forces us to be together. Yeah. That's it. It just pulls you away from the, we got dis- teenagers. the distraction and the bedrooms and the phones. We yeah. have five kids, 16, 14, 10. 11. He's 11. Now. Oh my God. He's 11. <laughs> and then seven or eight. eight. Jeez. He's eight. Eight and a half. And those are all boys, and we got a two-year-old girl. So we have. What's the birthdays? <laughs> Hell, if I know, man. I Every time he brings the kids to the doctor, he calls me. He's like, "What's their well when they're when they don't know their own birthday?" Dude, it's funny. It's a lot of kids. It's a lot of numbers. Like, why do people follow us? Right? Yeah. Our marriage, mm-hmm. our ability to like have elite physiques throughout the yeah. chaos of life. Totally. Right. Who knew forties would be the best? I'm a I'm a fireman. Right. A business owner. Five kids, yeah, and we've stayed healthy. Our marriage has stayed very powerful amidst mm-hmm. the chaos, right? Of all this fear and doubt, and, and our change kids are freaking rad and stress. Our kids are ripped. They're they're they're, they're respectful. Yep. So yeah, it sounds like we're bragging, right? But here's the <laughs> thing: like, so many people hold back the truth, right? When life's going really because well, they're trying to make everybody else feel safe and comfortable. Yeah, and then they're afraid that oh, I don't want people to judge me and think that I'm prideful. But it's like you're actually um, insecure mm-hmm. if you're not sharing your your wins, like how yeah. good life is. How can we lead people if we can't show people right. how epic our life is? And your life is is to inspire. And so if you hold back the truth, like you're not inspiring anybody. 
Yeah. This is by far the best year of my life. Right. And it's because, you know what it is? It's because you dropped all the, the like, trying to please people. I feel like that's been the biggest thing yeah. for us. Is like authenticity. Authenticity, like real. Character. Like, I don't give a crap. And integrity. Yeah. And so, and then, and then anything that was holding me back, I'm deleting and I'm still right. deleting, you know? Yeah. It just, it's just that increased awareness though of like, what's my motive? Like, am I trying to look cool for other people? Am I trying to make other people feel safe? Well, how is that helping me? How is that helping them? So you're yeah. just constantly reassessing. Well, and then let's talk about this too, because this is huge. Yeah. Like we had a massive like financial increase this year as well. Like yeah. well, this, these are things that I'm realizing like that actually bring fulfillment in my life. My relationship with my wife, my leadership in connection with my kids, um, building my own kingdom financially, right. you know, in order to, I, I'm, tr I'm trying to gain the world so that I can give it back. You can't give if you haven't received. Mm -hmm. So if you haven't earned something, you can't give it. So if you earn everything, you can give everything, right? right? And in giving is where the fulfillment's at. 100%. And so build your kingdom and then you yep. can do more good in this world. Yeah. You know? Yep. And then obviously I want to like keep this body in a powerful physical state where I can be energetic and, and, and we found great spiritual power yeah. from controlling our nutrition, what goes in our bodies. Oh, totally. Massive alignment. It's, it's actually tapping into universal life. principles. For sure. And that's where most people people are missing out, you know? Yeah. Oh, I'll just finish this diet so I can get back to the bullshit again. Like they, you're always waiting. Oh man, on uh, that, that day, March 30th, my diet's over and I can just go like hammer down beers and pizza again. And or you're just constantly using those devices or those substances to keep you in the moment and to keep like, you know, it's like, the, oh, I'm scared. Okay, I better go do this. Make myself comfortable. I don't want to be scared. Or, oh, I'm sad. I better go do this so I don't feel sad. It's like, what are you doing? God, like, we're going to talk a whole episode about sedation. Yeah. Like a whole framework around the idea of why we sedate ourselves. Oh. Um, but but we let's get back to yes. the beginning. Should we go to the beginning? The beginning. We just talked about how awesome Way our back. life is. Because here, here's the deal. You ain't going to hire a coach or join a movement that's led by someone that has a shitty life and, and you don't want to be like. Totally. You know? And I think it's important to understand people, too. Like, that's one of my favorite things. You always make fun of me, but I always want to know people's backstory. Like, where'd they come from? What's, the, what's their history? Rosie Nancy. Like, I totally am. Like, I, that's cool that you're here, but how did we're, you get here? What did you go through? We're like sitting at a restaurant talking, and all of a sudden, she's just like, <laughs> staring at the table next to us like and i'm like in their conversation she's like shaking her head and then she'll even sometimes say something and i'm like bro you 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 can't just inject yourself into that I'm conversation so inspired by people and i just <laughs> want to know everything about everyone That's so funny but it's important to know like people's stories because one it helps you get to know them get to know how they overcame some certain things for sure um and it also is just it's cool it is cool. And you know what? That's because you love people. And we met yeah. 22 years ago or something. 21. I remember month. telling my dad why I was so attracted to you was because you treated everyone so, like, it doesn't matter who they were. You just treated them so well. Like, with, <laughs> with so much respect. Self. Yeah, even back then. Because... Because you were a sexy little thing and, and popular, and there were like some. I was really the only. I don't want to offend anybody who's listening to those who was around then, but we were the really the only people for each other. For each other, like 
there was no offense. Like, there's nobody really better than Kyle in looks, listen, in here's anything. What's, here's what's funny. You have to believe that, right? It's true. There, there probably people, was, we were blind. Listen, there are people in that same group that say the same thing <laughs> about, their, about them. That's right? true. It's true. We were the Maybe best that's a good out thing. of the group. You always have to think you're yeah, the best. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Right? Yeah, for if, sure. Again, people are like, oh, they're cocky or whatever. It's like, no, you no. believe you are the best. You are. I am the best. You are the best. Say the it. Best. Say it. Like we just watched, we just saw Nacho Libre <laughs> with the kids. I'm the so, best. So yeah, so going back to like we met. So I don't know if you guys know this, but Kyle served a Mormon mission. Yeah. Um, raised in in the Mormon Church, and I uh, got home in December right before Christmas, and we met January, like the first week of second semester at a, a junior college church gathering. I want to say or whatever you. Call yeah, that's it. how that's how we roll. You go do your mission. You come home, you go, go find, hunting. You go hunt and find your wife right away, and you try to squirt out as many kids as possible. You can do it within six months. You really won the game. That's right. So we that, did. That was the game. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> but you know, I mean, you, you're 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 pent. If you did it right, you're pretty pent up, man, because like celibacy is just like massive in the, the Mormon faith, you know. So it's just like your head's about to explode. So just she was like, married. okay, I got to pick somebody right now, and we got to take care of this. <laughs> Eeny, meeny, honey, mo. You're the one. Thanks, babe. Yeah. Thought I was really yeah. special to you. Yeah, no, I just, I had, I had six minutes to decide. And <laughs> I mean, you were right there. And we actually made eye contact. That's what I remember. I don't know if you mm. remember that. But we were in this big gathering with, you know, all these college singles. You had a like, jean skirt and a red shirt on. Did I? Yes, you did. You remember. I don't remember that. And, um, and yeah, it's like uh, we... We're in different groups talking. I remember I was with my little girl circle. You're with some return missionary dudes. And I remember we made eye contact across the room. And it was like, like, you got like this. I got this butterfly feeling. And like, oh my God. Did you know? I knew. That we were going to get married? Like, for real. And that sounds super cheesy. And maybe I'm, I'm gonna, just I'm gonna a cry. hopeless romantic. But like. No, because I felt the same way. Yeah. <laughs> and it was weird. It was just like this, this like, almost like. It's like a movie. It felt like, but like no, <laughs> nobody else was there. And it was like slow motion. <laughs> we, like, we like walked towards each other, and we started talking. Yeah, I was like, uh, and we didn't stop. In my head, I was like, I think that's my wife. <laughs> you know, what a trip. Yeah, it's crazy. That's funny. I, I mean, never, I had six we minutes. We never talked. About I had six minutes to decide in that room, <laughs> or else I would have died. died. <laughs> so fun. We never actually talked about this before. So like your experience. Part of the reason why I did this podcast. Yeah. Part of the reason, the whole reason, uh, in my goals, it was under my family goals, not yeah. business. Yeah. And it was under goals to connect with my wife. So here we are. This is like a fun, you know, it's like, we always tell our clients, like have conversations, have connections. It's a forced opportunity to get real. For sure. And talk about these things. Like, this, we've been married 20 years. We're pretty freaking open. We never talked about that experience in detail. So, mm -hmm. it's fun. So, then what? Then, what happened after that? I mean, I know. Oh, I remember our first date was funny. Yeah. I, uh, Took you, me to Mimi's Cafe. No, you ghosted me. I ghosted you. Oh, I went out with another guy. Yeah. I was a hot commodity, you know? I had to play this. She's like, oh, love at first sight. I know I'm going to marry him. And she's like, nah, And I got scared, never, honestly. Never mind. I was like, I'm 19. I don't need to get married. This is stupid. What's going on? It was stupid. It was stupid. So I was like, no, yeah. 
I'm going to just you, keep dating your, other guys. Your dad was right. I asked her dad, to, I, I said, <laughs> my, one of my buddies hit, hit me up. He's like, hey, I just asked my, my uh, whatever. Girlfriend's. Girlfriend's okay. dad to marry her. And he's like, it was the most powerful experience of my life. We cried together. <laughs> we embraced. And I was like, God, this I'm is going to be amazing. So I go to Whitney's dad. I was like, I love your daughter, and I want to ask for her hand in marriage. And he's like, you're an idiot. He's like, you don't even have a job. And I'm like. Oh. Who needs a job? Like, this guy's we a have faith. dick. I'm like, are you serious? And he's like, dude, I, I can't even support this. He's like, do you have any idea how much car insurance is? I was like, his first comment, car insurance. I'm like, no. And it was like, like 2002. It wasn't even that high compared to now, but you know. Dude, it was just like, he was just hammered me. And then I I left there just tail between my legs. I was well, like, he actually said, hell no. Oh, he said, hell no. Yeah. Like, like hell no. Hell no to this You're poor little idiot. Mormon boy who was like, oh, was like, God, what is she? Oh, then he said, uh, he goes, um, I mean, and to be honest with you, she she's not in love with you. She just wants to marry somebody, which is kind of true. There was some truth to that. Listen, dad, we had six minutes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> We're making the best choice we can, (laughs) given the situation. Probably the biggest lesson I learned through our marriage was you got to not leave work wherever you go. If you are a walking mess and you're leaving that behind and someone has to come around and clean up after you, like you're not going to have a good marriage. It's just not going to happen. Like every day she's like, oh, really? Yeah. It's like like, my, it was like my fifth child at the time. More clothes on the ground, more dishes in the sink, more mess on the counter, like just constantly all day. And like at that time, like we didn't have kids. Yeah. It was like It's like a grown ass kid. You're like, wow, I didn't know I was going to be someone's like servant. I think that, that that has definitely evolved into a big part of like, if you want to say our curriculum in a sense is like, you know, like you're one of your slogans on the back of your shirt. It's like, we do the most we need the least. And I think that that kind of stems from that, you know, it's yeah. like you, in a sense, neglected doing the most for so long, seeking the easy comfort. When can I sit on the couch? She's got it. You know, typical cultural husband. Yep. We got married so young that we kind of went to those like, a, I don't know, adult, I don't know, marriage roles that we saw role model to us, which were wrong. <laughs> and yeah, so we kind of had yeah. to, in, in a sense, create our own, which through time definitely allowed us to yeah. see more. It's the old school role. It's, it, you know, yeah. I, like, I don't, I don't beat my dad up for it. It's old no, school. It's no, old school. It's, it's the way it's it was. Like, what it was. Yeah. Man goes to work, comes home, sits down. He doesn't, you know, he leaves all his messes and, and, uh, freaking wife cleans everything up. Yeah. It's just the way it's it was. She cooks, we she raised, cleans, really. yeah. um, serve hand and foot. But, uh, yeah, we don't, we don't fucking roll like that anymore. Right. We're yeah. Done, done with that. Like, and that's what we teach our guys because there, there stems this like, this bad energy from that. Like, right. We serve each other. Yes. Um, and uh, one of the things that I started to just be aware. I just mm-hmm. started to be aware when I made messes and shit. And how right. did I learn that firehouse? Well, you know, I wasn't a fireman till I was hired, like thirty. Paid. Yeah, we had three kids. So I, w- I worked at a, my first job home from that, that missionary stuff was a teller at a bank. Yeah. You, know? you killed it there, though. Like, you just moved up, like, so fast. I remember people in the bank just upset that you were excelling as fast as you were. But that kind of showed me in that moment, too. Young 20s, like, wow, this guy's got it. You know, like, you're not just going to settle for 
yeah. crappy job. Like you're shooting for the freaking stars. And I mean, it was early 2000s, pre-2008. And you definitely rose up to the highest level you could at the time within yeah. what? Like three, four years, maybe? Yeah. From a teller? Yeah. I, to I, having like assistance and like this whole like. Yeah. You know, I always had like um, just a, a belief in myself. Yeah. I, after the mission. That's what it was. Yeah. You know, although before that, I you know, skateboarding taught me a ton yeah. about um, like grit and consistency and like learning that like, all right, if I want to learn this trick, like I have to, I, I got to do it 10,000 times. Right. And so it was like, and I, I saw that if I put more work in, mm-hmm. I'll get better than the other guys. Yeah. And I was like, oh, like, so it was just kind of learned through skateboarding that. If I put in the reps, yeah, I'll get better at tricks, mm-hmm. and then those tricks create this compounding effect into other tricks, and pretty soon you're progressing pretty fast, right? And repetition, um, you know, I took that on the in that missionary work that I did. Like I wasn't much different as far as like attack, right? And push, like as I am with Superhuman Fathers, it was the same there. Yeah, like I didn't even take lunch when I was like knocking doors as a missionary. Like I was just, I was on a, I was on literally on a mission, on a mission. <laughs> Whereas a lot of guys were just trying to get through so that they could get home and get their clout. Right. You know? Now, I mean, I, I, I'm not, I don't go to ch- the Mormon church anymore. Like I have a different, I'd say a different path. I don't even have a belief system now other than like what I'm learning as we go through this. We definitely have a belief system. Yeah. For yeah. Sure. For sure. Like, a code that I live yeah, by. Like, um, absolutely. A, 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 it may not like, be. Traditional, but but yes, th- that grit and determination, like, was on my mission. Then I came home right in the bank, and like they saw real quick, like that I was really good at like cross selling products. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, well, how do I get over there to those desks? And they told me, and I was like, okay, cool, I'll just work on that. And then got there, and then ended up like being the top in sales in the region for right away. Yeah, but it, I think it just it was also just relationships. Like you're, you've always been really good at like connecting to people and you genuinely wanted to help people in in the bank like help them financially yeah, even though you yeah. know maybe some things were out of your Dude, understanding I've, as far as bro, the moral I, code like, goes. Yeah, I fucked so many people over but you didn't but you didn't understand like you were just naive you so know dumb. you were thinking you probably were helping people at the time I like sure, I'm helping I them sure, get a house I sure thought I'm helping so. them do this even though they're put them in terrible now. mortgage products right but but <laughs> you know? your heart was in the right place I think and that's what really it's all about is like good yeah. relationship building. Yeah. I remember even back then having like every, almost every conversation at the bank had something to do with family or spirituality or mm-hmm. life or philosophy. And um, I often tell people that now who are like in sales or whatever, I'm like, don't like you. Yeah. You have this product, but like you have this avenue to connect with people. Yeah. And if you love people, like you'll sell, if you have a good product you believe in, like you'll sell, you'll sell your product because you'll give people value just with your presence. Kind of what we were talking about in the beginning. Like if you actually care about this person, you see their life and you're just like, I just want to bless this person's life. Mm -hmm. Like when you go on the, to the door and you knock on the door, like look at this person, this human as like a soul, like who struggles in their marriage, who struggles in their, their health, who struggles with addictions, who's like, stressed and not like enjoying life to the fullest. And it's like, talk to them about life. Mm -hmm. 
Like talk to them about philosophy. Talk to them about the things that have helped you. Sometimes I feel like we're so hungry for the sale or we really want to win this and get this money. And our intent is so skewed by the dollar signs. And so we start looking at people that way. And then it blocks us from true connection and solving people's problems. You know what happened uh, when I stopped worrying about the money? Yeah. I made a shit ton of money. (laughs) Exactly. I know. It's insane. It's insane. And we didn't talk about that, you know, like. We made our first million bucks this year. Like, what? Uh, How? It blows our mind. Like, I think Whitney, like, brought in, like, 200,000 last year. (sighs) Like, together, bringing in, like, $1.3 million in 2022 when I was making, what, like, a buck 30, buck 50 in the firehouse? Yeah. No entrepreneurial experience? None. Like, this is, listen, to us, this is not a business. Like, no. It's just sharing your story, really. Well, and then people ask me, they're like, how did you do it? Like, what yeah. was the algorithm you yeah. use? Or what, like, uh, what <laughs> Instagram? What software? What, yeah, yeah. What did you yeah. use? What was, like, like if you're, if you're in business or sales, like, like, they're like, what CRM do you have? And, like, yeah. like I was making 100 grand a month before I even knew what a CRM was. <laughs> it was just chicken scratch on just like, I didn't care. Like, it's paper. so, so simple. It was just like, yeah. it was like, all right, I love helping people. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to find people to help. Uh, and then I'm going to get them results and keep them happy. And then I'm going to show people the results I can get people. And I'm going to bring more people in like yeah. that. That was it. I didn't care about taxes. I didn't care about like, <laughs> bank accounts. I didn't care about CRMs. We just hoarded the money. We didn't even spend it. It was just sitting. Yeah. You know, let's talk about 2008. Oh, gosh. 2008. We had uh, we consider our dream house at the time. For sure. I had a big skate park in the backyard. Like, yeah. We cool. Had two, we had two kids. We just had Parker. He was born in March of 2008. Yep. So the very tip of the iceberg. You know, we were on an acre in Vista, California, and we had the skate park in the backyard, and it was a beautiful home. We were just good. Nice you know? cars. Yeah. Flush yeah. bank account. Yeah. No worries. Yeah. The money was coming. We were in. what, 20? Not at that point, I was now five. doing mortgage stuff for WAMU, quirky WAMU. <laughs> Right? Washington Mutual. I was, and, and I was just selling like the the, no the, the the worst mortgage products. But when things tanked in 2008, we were invested heavily in banks. All my stock was in like WAMU oh, stocks yeah. or whatever. Oh, yeah. I mean, at, at, at one point, we, we, knew. we were almost at half a million at like, tw- I think I was 27. Yeah. You know, half a million dollars in our 401k retirement and all that. And yeah. That, and then when the we had two houses at the time, we were renting yeah. one to so, your brother. Yep. And then we were in our dream house. Yeah. Dream and cars. It was it felt like overnight. Yeah. But it was gone. Literally. It really did. The bank all of a sudden shut down. Then you went to another bank and that bank closed in within a bank. couple months. Third bank. I remember you were at your third bank right when I was delivering Parker. I mean, looking back, we should have declared bankruptcy right then. Yeah. We should have kept the 401k. I know. We used to try to pay off we, debt. We we pulled the 401k we to try to pay, to pay off right debt. Thing. And we paid off stupid debt like credit card, credit card debt yeah. rather than paying off the car so that we could keep it, which ended up getting repoed. Nobody helped us. Well, nobody knew, man. We were Everyone all was alone. Just, just we're just trying to figure it drowning. out. We're trying to do the right thing. Remember when I started a daycare to you? Oh, my gosh. We, when, we tried to save we the tried house. tried to save the house. So I started this in-home daycare. They made with, us build a, a pool fence. And a fence around the skate park. Yeah, and we converted our garage. Which cost into a, a giant shit daycare. ton of money. We <laughs> yeah. spent all this money on converting it to a daycare. <laughs> and we were and like, "This isn't going to work." I mean, it probably could have, but it just—it wasn't. It was. It didn't feel like the right thing it to just, do. Everything felt wrong. Mm-hmm. And so at that point, it was just like, 
all right, what are we going to do? Was it a like, year and a half later that we gave up the house for half of the value that we bought we it for? Short sold that dream house for like three. Three fifty, and I think we bought, we bought it for, it for almost seven hundred. Yeah, which, which now you know, looking back, it's not like a big house price, but back then it was. Yeah, two thousand eight. That was big. No. Yeah, I remember that. I remember driving away and living in with my parents. Yep. With two little kids. I was emasculated. For sure, you I, had no job now. I was such a you loser. Were going back, two remember, kids. Do you remember sitting at our old house on the computer? I remember one night we were like, "Okay, this is happening." We're losing everything. I remember sitting with you and we were looking and Googling, like, what do you want to do? Like, what do you want to be? You can start over right now. We're young enough where we have a clean slate. We're letting go of all this and we're building this new life. What is it going to be? And I remember you saying, I always want to be a fireman. Like, there was like, no doubt. Yeah. I knew that's what I wanted. I was to like, do. oh, pick the hardest profession. Let's yeah. go. And I think you enrolled like that that night. It was right there, EMT school. school. And then I went and applied to. uh, It was like savage attack. Volunteer firefighter right away. Yeah, remember? Yeah. That was such an exciting time for me. It was. Started paramedic school Mm -hmm. with no experience. Yeah. So like you go straight to paramedic school with no experience, like your chances of passing paramedic school are nil. So what did I do? I did. I went on ride alongs. Yeah. 24-hour ride-alongs. But going from where you were status-wise. Dude, I was, the, I was the man. To now the freaking peon. Oh, yeah. I was just getting like, abused by AMR paramedics. So these are private <laughs> medics that like. Making like minimum wage. Yeah, just, just crushing my soul. and um, <laughs> But giving me opportunity to like get my hands uh, on stuff and like do things. Yeah. Where they, don't, they don't allow them to do that now. But back, back when I did it, like I was yeah. in a position where they just let me do everything. Your life, t- I mean, it, you kind of stay on the same trajectory of service, though. Like, even though the bank thing wasn't maybe it wasn't as it wasn't me, man. That, but that was supposed that, to get torn away from me. That was yeah, it was to supposed happen. to be a like, stepping stone for sure. On, but man. it definitely taught you so much, though. Like in a very short amount of time, you had amazing people that you were around. Yeah, that just about life. Believed too. in you really and pushed you. But I felt this like this pride and like this, like we're doing it kind of feeling, you know, like that carried me through and like, no matter how hard it was, I mean, there were definitely days where I was like, you know, I, I know I cried sometimes for sure, you know, just developing this grit inside of me, but never a doubt that this was going to just be a part of our life. And I knew like in the moment, this is going to be a great story one day. Like, I just knew that, like, this is going to be great. We're going to tell our kids how we beat the odds and we're going to get through it and never a doubt. You think back because people are like, how did you become this? Like, how do you lead people? How do you become someone that's valuable to follow? This is our story, man. Like, like, it was a grind. My Your push, purpose. My purpose and my training yeah. was to prepare for those moments where somebody was going to need me and you were in a place ready. where I would be the only one because of the training that I did for years prepping up to that moment. Yeah. And I carried that into the fire service with me. And then I had other guys that I met that really sparked that, mm-hmm. like really just lit that on fire. Yeah. I just wanted to be the best fireman that I could be. Well, I think that's you know? like a huge part of you know, of the story that we, that we have. And it's just the beginning is what I feel, but like, you know, that it's almost like we were even at our lowest point where we could have broke easily and just chose the easier, safer path, maybe find a career. Like I was already had my teaching degree. I could go teach, you know, like it could have just been a safe life that would have been easy, but we were like, no, 
we want something bigger, you know, like let's go for it. And we built this belief in ourselves yeah. that we could have just gone to our knees and surrendered, but instead we were like, nope. And every opportunity that was hard, we used as an opportunity to propel us forward and increase this like insane confidence that we were like, I feel like that's where it started. Like nothing could break we're, us. We're willing to burn and die together. Yeah. For anything. Right. Like nothing will stop us. Right. That's what we want to give to the people that work with us. Yeah. Is that power together, especially together. You can count on one another. Like, I know you have my back. Like, I know that no matter how shitty life is, like, I can turn to you and you'll help me and you'll pick me up and carry me if I need to. And same, you know, yeah. I hope that you feel the same about me. And I you, think that and that's, you know, you don't even have I know. to say that. A strong marriage is, it's built on the foundation of, I trust you. I respect you. I'm willing to do anything with you and for you because I have no doubt that we can rise together. Yeah. We and watch each it. other win. That's why yeah. I do. We watch each other win. Beat the, the odds. Daily. Yeah. But daily. Daily. Like daily habits of showing up. We watch each other win, mm -hmm. which creates this massive respect and dependability in each other. Yeah. You take two people that can depend on each other that much that are willing to give anything for each other, now you're literally unstoppable. Yeah. Because you, you're, you're so confident that you can accomplish the mission together. And then you're also fully accepting on whatever it takes to get there. Yeah. Meaning if everything goes to shit. <laughs> Which it will again. And it has. Yeah. We just know it's part of the program. Right. We're like, ah, it's just part of the deal. Right. It's test. supposed to be hard. It's supposed to. And I think that we're, we put ourselves, which we tell people too, you have to put yourself in uncomfortable, difficult, scary, all these emotions we try to protect ourselves from. You have to go in on those emotions. That's Otherwise you're dead. Way. Like then when shit really comes, you're yeah. like, oh God, I can't do it. And then yeah. you get divorced. And then you, you know, you go through this terrible decade of just self-misery because you didn't prepare yourself. I feel like if you're dead inside, meaning like if you're not fighting anymore, yeah, like the men I work with, the women you work with that come to you and they're like, I'm so depressed. And you're like, what are you living for? And they're yeah. like, I don't know. Right. Like when was the last time you got up and just crushed a workout right. every day for a year? Wait, what? Yeah. yeah every day for a year. Yeah. Show up at the same. No, gosh, no early time, no why, matter. Why would you take breaks? We're on a mission to crush life. Well, aren't, don't you get tired? Yes. Aren't you sore? Yes. That's the point. Yeah. Because in our in our darkest times, I remember our darkest, most difficult, most broke times. Yeah. I had these such powerful emotions of hope and a vision of mm -hmm. adventure of where we were going. And I'm I'm not afraid to be back there because those were beautiful moments. Right, right, right. I almost like miss them. I sense. love it. Like, I, I love by, the climb I up. I, I love when people don't believe in us. I know. Same. It's like watch or criticize or whatever. I'm like, that's cool. No, I like. I was just gonna say. Sometimes I drive by apartment complexes and I'm like, I miss that like grind. I miss that struggle. I miss that. Like, I don't know. Like I, I see hey, for I it. I got good news for you. What? We got all kinds coming. <laughs> we're, 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 we're creating it. It sounds silly, but it's like <laughs> those it's, it's just very cliche, but it's very true. The hardest times of your life are really some of the most beautiful. And if you yeah. look at them with a clear understanding of, I'm going to get through this. I can handle anything. I'm going to work my ass off. It becomes this incredible learning experience that you wouldn't have otherwise, you know? And so that's why we seek it on a daily basis. Yeah. If you're, um, 
if your life's easy, so you got, you got plenty of money, food's taken care of, roof over your head. Um, so there's not a lot of stress there. Which is where most of our clients are in their forties. They, like, they've made it. Yeah. Yeah. Like at least, you know, fairly comfortable. Mm-hmm. Um, you will get so soft Yeah, and you will, you'll develop this like self hate because you're so lazy and so weak because you just don't do anything to challenge yourself anymore. Yeah. And then, and then any inconvenience turns into this just massive problem. <laughs> yes. like, like this two-year-old hissy fit. Yeah, we say it all the time to our people. Uh, any, if you cannot suffer, you can't lead. Mm-hmm. Like if you are not calm and happy within the struggle, yeah. you're screwed. No one's going to follow you. And you're leading these kids mm-hmm. and your family. And make no mistake, like Whitney leads me. I lead her. Like we do this together, you know, like you want to be a have a powerful marriage like you you lift each other up when the other's down you know you got to be really careful not to both be down at the same time so it's got to be rare occasion when you're both when when you're down Mm -hmm. because if you're both down (laughs) that's when shit starts to go south somebody's got to step up and be the the stronger one and carry the other one And, and it changes you know usually we're both up we're crushing usually and every once in a while we need to pick me up from each other, you know? Mm-hmm. The message we want to put out to the world is that you can do it all as a father, as a mother. You can have an epic relationship. You can be a leader to your families. Um, you you can build an amazing business. You can have an elite physique. You just have to have the right plan, the right guidance, the right people surrounding you. And you need to get your daily habits absolutely dialed so that you're collecting these wins day in and day out and your consistency has to be on point that's what we want for everyone that's what's built this powerful marriage and trust in each other Um, and that's what we teach our people thanks so much for tuning in we hope that you were inspired to live better to shut down your excuses and show up your best for your families and for yourself and if you want to know more you can uh, follow our both our instagrams uh, at Warrior Mom Fitness for Whitney and at Superhuman Fathers for myself. If you're interested in joining either of us, you can DM Whitney on the Instagram or you can go to superhumanfathers.com and uh, set an appointment uh, with myself or one of the Brotherhood. Take care. Thank you.